from Insightful Connections. And, and I'm Michelle from... Oh, did I cut you off? Sorry. I just was going to say, and we have... Oh, here she is, Michelle Apresa, light worker. I don't know what I've been. Uh, I've been drinking too much of this pine needle tincture in my little cup over here, Rebecca. Uh, <laughs> welcome to the podcast. We are just a couple of spiritually aware chicks. We like to get together and uh, maybe say a few interesting things if they pop into our heads. Otherwise, we just uh, rub it on like pork chops. Rebecca, here we are. <laughs> Two little pork chops. With applesauce. Yes. Just to make it sweet. Little spiritual, little spiritual pork chops as well. <laughs> anyway, welcome to the show. Michelle's uh, been doing yoga very early in the morning. Rebecca's rugged up like a, you know, like she lives in Antarctica. Uh, Michelle's over here. A beautiful, beautiful summer day here in Canberra. With falling over and winds blowing. Cyclones. SES on standby for everyone. And Michelle's on the Sunshine Coast in Queensland. So um, 30 degrees (laughs) or or so. We were cooking. We got a nice suntan doing yoga this morning. Rebecca, I'll have you know. Sharing is caring, Michelle. That's it. (laughs) (laughs) send some of that weather this way so um I just wanted to say today that you know it's apparent that despite the work that we do as light workers we are human Mm -hmm. and have life experiences like everyone else um the majority um, of the time as as a light worker we do go through some crazy times and some feelings ourselves but I will say though that that is what gives us gratitude and compassionate understanding for the people that we help and, you know, we should never underestimate the power to connect with another person and the positive difference we can make in their lives, even just a smile to a stranger. So today we send love and give you some guidance with uh, a card draw or maybe an affirmation or two or three or four, we'll see. And it's all about moving out of the third dimension. It certainly is. Um, now, Rebecca, having said that, the theme for today is all about feeling down, which sounds like a bit of a bit of a, oh, it's a bit how you're doing. Um, but the idea of today is that we want to be able to help you uh, uplift, lift your emotions, lift your vibration. Um, I feel like, you know, that's kind of where I want to go with this. I'm going to give you some sort of, you know, I guess real life examples of, you know, things that we've sort of experienced or and or are going through. Um, but also what we can maybe do to move through that as well. And that's kind of the, um, you know, the positive part of this. So I just wanted to start, I wanted to show you these beautiful cards, Rebecca, and I have put the photo into the show notes. So these are called Slow Down. They're a little uh, card for kids, for children. The illustrations are beautiful. Um, So it's written by Emily Sharrett, illustrated by Freya Hartis. Um, The publisher is Magic Cat, which I love. It's a little cat with his paw in the air. Hello, here we are, Magic Cat. So stretch like a snake, this uh, on the front of the card, it says feel brand new. And you can see there's a little snake and he's crawling out of his skin. So if there are any little people listening or mums and dads, uh, when the snake, when we see a snake, it represents kind of a rebirth. It's kind of like a butterfly. Um, And I just, as Rebecca was talking then, was um, going through and I just wanted to draw a little card for today. Uh, Rebecca has some beautiful affirmation cards over there that she does um, pretty frequently as well. So stretch like a snake is what this one's called. Now, this is a little exercise. So what these cards do, and they're really cute, is they're actually mindful activity cards. So they're not like I do readings necessarily using these, but it's more practical. It's like if you've got kids at home um, or you're a teacher and you've got these at school, um, on the back of the cards, they actually have instructions on what you can do. So they've got a picture of the little snake. He's uh, coming out of his skin. And it's stretched like a snake. So it's physical activity and it's um, lying on the floor like a little snake, um, putting your fingertips under your shoulders, drawing your elbows back to your sides. So you're literally pretending you're a snake and it's doing a little bit of breathing, a little bit of breath work on the ground. So the idea of this is that kids draw it. That's obviously what they need to do at the moment um, so they can feel brand new. And this is great because we're coming into a new year, 2022. So these are really, really practical little exercises. And I love this because sometimes, you know, mums and dads are like, oh, you know, get over your little temper tantrum or, you know, be happy or whatever it is. And it's like, well, sometimes we need a bit more information. We need a bit more practical, you know, this is how you do it. So I think they're great. I think they're really great cards. So the card for today is feel brand new. I'll put that into the show notes as well. And Rebecca, did you have a little affirmation or anything over there? Yeah, I just wanted to say those cards, they are so clever. They are really clever. They are I agree. really clever. They're really yeah. cool. And yeah. I'm going to get myself some. Oh, all right. <laughs> <laughs> the publisher will be very happy. The publisher will be very happy. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Um, I do. Look, I have um, an affirmation card here I've pulled. I've actually drawn this from my Healing with the Fairies Oracle deck, which is a Dorian Virtue uh, deck um, and I've 
pulled the, um, I've drawn the creative expression card. If you have a look at that one there. Oh, wow. It's beauty. Beautiful fairy and beautiful wings with rainbow colours in there, lots of butterflies. So, again, Michelle, that sort of resonates with the Oh, the snake. Yes, it yeah. does. So, um, again, you know, transforming and um, becoming, it's also a very blue card. She has a beautiful blue and purple dress on and there are daisies there, which is also, you know, about new beginning and spring and, and what have you. Um, so this card meaning, so this is sort of, it's, um, it's the blue with the, the throat chakra as well, but there's lots of greens through there, but it's, you know, your heart needs an outlet to express powerful emotions. So by drawing this card, it urges us to, urges, us to engage in an artistic and creative endeavor. Um, an affirmation that comes with this card is that I am highly creative and artistic person. I now allow this side of myself to be expressed. So allowing yourself to be creative, uh, allowing yourself to, to, you know, take that leap and take that step with new beginnings. Love that. And shedding the old and bringing in the new. How perfect is that? We're so in alignment. Feel brand new. Boom. <laughs> Look at that. Two different states. And um, yeah, it all makes sense. That's wonderful. Really, really good. Um, so Rebecca, to kick things off, um, did you want to sort of talk about what you've been getting up to or anything interesting or do you want me to kick it off? Yeah, you kick it off, Michelle. What's been going on with you? Um, well, I just had a mental health day, love, and that's pretty relevant, I think, to today's um, conversation. And, you know, mental health is one of those things when you say the word, a lot of people, I think we're getting better at it, but back in the day, people would be like, ooh, ooh, you know, when people say, hey, how are you? Um, the answer is, yeah, good, yeah, good. Uh, no one really elaborates. People are like, please don't elaborate. You know, like, I think we're changing though, because, I mean, it's not about, um, you know, dumping on people, because that's certainly not, you know, anyone's intention, but... You know, when I say mental health day, it's just taking a day off from my mental health. I work six days a week and sometimes seven, you know, I've done 14 day stints um, or longer since I've been self-employed. So, you know, occasionally it's nice to have a day off and sometimes I'll just do it during the week because Saturday is a good day for me to work. I've got a lot of clients who live locally and, you know, they work Monday to Friday. So it's easier for them to come on a Saturday. So I do see a lot of people face to face on a weekend. Um, I do always take Sunday off, but yeah, this week I took yesterday off, which is Thursday. Beck and I record usually on a Friday. So um, I had a day off and I booked in for this beautiful package. It's at City Cave Kiwana, which is on the Sunshine Coast. And I'll put the link into show notes. Um, they do a really good job there. They've got float pools and I'm big on floats, as Rebecca knows, the salt float. So they have these float pools, but they're like a bath and they're just lovely because they've got a heat lamp above you. So it keeps you more evenly, um, your temperature more even. Whereas I've been in some of the ones where you're in a capsule and it gets the condensation build up. It's a bit harder to breathe. And sometimes they drip on you because all the water gets um, stuck on the ceiling and then drips on you during it. And I actually get a little bit cool. Yeah. And I give you a squeegee, but you're like pitch black darkness. And it's like, where's the squeegee? Where's the light? You know, it's not great. So this was really good. They're like a bathtub. And, um, and I find that I can relax really well in them. I don't have to use a little head thing. They do have little supports for your head, but I find, um, since I got out of journalism, I can actually relax my head now. So I'm really enjoying the floats. I actually saw a friend there when I went there yesterday. But yeah, I did the um, sauna. They've got an infrared sauna. I'll just put a link in show notes. An infrared sauna because I think they'll be everywhere. And uh, the float and a massage. So I had a massage as well. And the girl that is massaging me is really spiritual, um, just really cool. Like we always have really cool conversations. We pretty much talk the entire time. She's meant to do 45 minutes. She did an hour and a half. <laughs> I was in there for an hour and I'm like, I have something else to go. I'm like, oh my God, I'm going to go to acupuncture. Oh my God. I had like five minutes to get there. I'm like, oh my God. Um, yeah, I was in there for like an hour and a half. It was meant to be 45. And um, we were so naughty. We we're both coming out giggling. We we're like, oh my God, we're getting into trouble. And oh, hopefully we didn't have someone else waiting or something. Um, but anyway, it was really, really fun. So yeah, it was nice. And then I did acupuncture, which is great. Um, and acupuncture, speaking of, you know, today's topic is all about the uh, nervous system, you know, so it's really good for calming the nervous system, adrenals and all of that. Uh, sorry, Rebecca, you had a card? I do. I just, while you were talking, I just felt like I needed to draw a card for you and affirmation for you. And Oneness is my true nature. <laughs> wow. I, like I wanted to draw a card for you personally, Michelle. <laughs> oh, thanks, love. That's amazing. Um, yes, let me, let me just grab my master healing cards and I'll keep them close. So today we're going to draw cards, I think, during the show, Rebecca, just as we sort of feel too. We might uh, throw them into the show notes as well. So, um, yeah, what's been going with you, love? What's been happening? 
I have been super excited. So this this adventure with my Avery and my bird caring. Um, adventure with the Avery continues. It does, it does, it does. However, with the weather that we've been having lately, it's been too windy or too rainy or too too wet and soggy <laughs> to put the Avery up. It has been delivered this week. Oh, so you haven't even been able to put it up yet. No, no, it's out, it's out there and it's all in <clears throat> flat packed on the on the, it's all flat down on the grass on the ground at oh, the moment. Bum. So I'm hoping that you know I'll be able to post some pictures up um, of the stages, which is actually really good because I I thought to myself, you know, I'd like to maybe this is something that I've been talking to to everyone about, and I'd like to maybe put some staged um, photos up. So you know, oh, this good idea. Like before this is this is when it was delivered. This was yeah. This. It's it's all very very exciting. So I'm just hanging out to be able to put this ovary up. The ovary. I've sorted out all of my. I've gone and got some really good branches for the birds. Um, so really excited, really really excited about. Do the do the branches? Do you have to sort of replace them fairly frequently, or I guess some birds may chew or. Yeah, they they may they may chew them or what have you. They just yeah. tend to to use them um, and and being mindful of having different size branches. Ah, oh, that's true. So the little feet. The little feet or yeah. the bigger birds or sometimes they just like to, you know, have different different textures to group on to help them. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and just trying to get those sort of things from nature as well, just to be able to to make it more so that when we release them, they're not sort of, well, I sat on a, a wooden dowel for this long. I don't understand this texture. That's correct, yeah. So trying to keep all that. Um, Authentic. You know, authentic for them so I've got some beautiful big branches there I had um, some trees that that um, I came across that were dying and I've just got oh great I'm out there with the saw working away <laughs> oh my god hoping no yeah, one's looking branches. no no it was all good it was all legal it was all legal oh good good had, had permission um so just sort of doing that that's so cool um yeah yeah really really cool so I'll, I'll put up some some pictures, stages of, of the Avery and, and the progression of it. Your yeah. kangaroo rat story last week blew my mind. If the listener at home is listening to this and you haven't listened to that episode, you need to go back because I was telling some of the girls and I, I left it as a big mystery. I'm like, she found this thing and it looked like this and I wasn't telling them what it was and I'm like, and then she let it go and it hopped and everyone's like, it hopped? And I'm like, yeah, it hopped. <laughs> and I'm like, it was like this, I'm doing the actions. This is a like park run on Saturday, yeah. And, and they're like, because I was going on about looking like a mouse or whatever, and then I'm like, it started on its back legs and hopped off. And everyone's like, what hops? What is that? And everyone's trying to Google it and they couldn't find it. And I was like, it's a kangaroo rat. <laughs> yeah, it was amazing. And I was just like, I did the same thing when I saw it go. I'm like, you're hopping. Why are you hopping? Stop hopping. <laughs> Run on your little feet. What is going on? I'm so, so, oh, that was amazing. That was such a good story. Love that. Really love it. Yeah. We'll have to highlight that in our, um, you know, when we put those episodes up. The kangaroo rat was a really good, uh, good highlight for me, Rebecca. So, um, I did draw this for you too, hun. Um, some new reality. Um, this is the Master Cards, Ken Dowling, Universal Symbols. So there's a little symbol of almost like a vortex. It looks a little watery, almost um, something spinning. Um, and it's called New Reality, which is interesting. Again, 2022, everything's new. Everything's new. New Reality, Feel Brand New was my car that I drew. Rebecca had something similar with the butterflies and stuff. So spirit has patiently awaited your remembrance and attention. There is no life without soul. Accept and embrace your soul's love to step into the greater reality of spiritual life. Living your soul's love requires you to be conscious of all life the perfect imperfections, possibilities, and the majesty of all creation. Be at peace, quiet and loving, and so life will be. Isn't that amazing? Be at peace, quiet and loving, so life will be. If the, if we're that, that's what life is for us. And I have been doing so much work this week on <clears throat> raising my vibration, being on that disc. Wow. You know, when, when something comes at me, like, you know, life comes at you things yep. happen and something's been coming at me this week I have actually been <laughs> oh my gosh Michelle I have actually been sort of visualizing this sort of disc spinning wow. um and and where am I am I on that or am I getting thrown off that do I want to stay on it or do I want to you know sort of 
It's powerful. Move my energy off that. And no, I want to stay on this. So what I'm actually doing is saying, okay, well, this is what's happened. How am I feeling? Okay, I'm feeling this way. I don't want to feel this way. I think I could feel better. And just doing the work, doing the the words and Boom. going general and just making it all. Um, and it's funny that you should raise that um, that 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 card for me because last night, um, back to our Abraham and, and Esther Hicks. Oh, yeah. Um, absolutely love them. We do so yeah. much. Big time. Um, but she was she was explaining about you know being on the high flying disc and had came up with um, an example that I hadn't actually heard her say before heard them Abraham put through before, and this was about having that merry go round. And do you remember as being a kid when kids were on the on the you know like the merry go round and playground that you ran ran round and they spin, yep. spinning it and you wanted to jump on so you would take the chance and you try and jump on or you get thrown off. Yep. And break um, your neck, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and, you know, hurt yourself and get up and do it again because <laughs> um, <laughs> that's what you do as kids. Correct. <laughs> or sometimes you would actually be able to get on and it was about that determination and, yeah. and having that drive and, and focusing. Keep trying, on, keep trying. On your, keep trying and focusing on your tasks to stay on there and, and then watching everyone else get bounced off because they weren't. Yeah. <laughs> See ya. Yeah. focused enough. So, that's yeah. great. Very cool. Very cool. Thank you for that card. Oh, I love that. Love, love, love. Um, so the theme for today, we spoke about earlier and it's a little bit personal, you know, I've been sort of going through a bit of anxiety, but you know, over the years, I mean, everyone has anxiety from time to time and I've managed to keep it in check pretty well. You know, you have it, you kind of don't have it. You know, when I was made redundant, I had a fair bit, you know, most of that's imposter syndrome, feeling like I don't belong here. You know, I shouldn't be doing readings. Who do I think I am? You know, that sort of stuff. But um, when I was in Tassie, I, I had someone sort of reach out to me and, um, and I started to feel these sort of unusual feelings. You know, I was more anxious. I was feeling dread and, you know, it was sort of always lingering there. You know, it was like I was sort of doing fun things in Tassie, but there was always something in the background. And um, I had this particular person, a, a potential client or a new client sort of reach out to me and um, chatted with me for about 40 minutes and I sort of said I was on holidays and then kept chatting and I was like, okay. And, you know, for me, this is around boundaries and I think that's really important for a lot of me, uh, the people that I meet, my friends, but also a lot of my clients. You know, I've got a lot of older clients whose families don't talk to them anymore because they said yes to them their whole lives and all of a sudden they said no and the family didn't like it. So that is really, really common um, and I'm seeing heaps and heaps of that especially with my older clients. Um, and it's a bit sad, you know, coming up to Chrissy um, for that sort of thing to be going on. So anyway, that all sort of was going on. And then I got back and, um, you know, this person started to make a lot of demands of me and I'm very kind. You know, I think I'm a very kind soul and very, you know, caring and, and all of that. So I was trying my best and I was trying to do what I could, but, um, you know, it was, you know, it was pretty full on. There was, you know, some real demands coming in in all days of the hours, hours of the day. And, um, and the final straw for me was I got abused by that particular person in front of another client um, who I was actually seeing face to face. Um, and the other person was on the phone and I was just really shocked and embarrassed. And I kind of was really questioning a lot about myself. I was sort of asking myself, you know, um, why I let her have my address because I didn't really want to give her my address to come over to my house. I didn't feel right about it, but I did anyway. You know, we all give permissions in different ways. And I think this is really important as it's about the permission. You know, we've got to make sure that if we want to give permission for something, we really want to give permission. If you feel like you don't, you know, if you're sort of, you know, half, half, um, don't do it, you know, because that was a big deal for me to then have to block a client, you know, go through all the process of cutting the cords and all the spiritual stuff we have to do that's associated with that. It's a lot. So I really wish that I had to listen to my intuition in the beginning, but you know, that person to get under my radar and um, you know, now it's all about sort of taking my power back, which I have been doing. And um, I've been working over that uh, on that rather over the last uh, few weeks. So taking a power back is vital, but it's also recognizing it, you know, cause it's a gradual thing. I guess it's a bit like grooming. Um, it is gradual and they sort of get in under there and then you're like, Oh, what happened? How did that happen? Rebecca, uh, did you have anything to add to that? I just wanted to say there was actually some beautiful lessons in that for you. Oh yeah. For your own personal growth. Totally. Um, so, you know, looking at it from that, that perspective. Permission, um, intuition. Yeah. Absolutely. Sort of trusting yourself and, and your inner power, which I uh, chose those two words, inner power there, because that's the card I've just drawn. Oh, what? Right there. Ah. 
Oh my gosh. So this card is allow it's about allowing yourself to experience and express your true power. Um, and you know, affirming to yourself that it's safe for you to be to be powerful. Yeah. Um, so, you know, as spiritually minded minded beings, it's impossible for you to misuse or abuse your power. Um, and that your guides are bringing you opportunities to use and expand your power in ways that bring great blessings to you in this world. Um, so the world needs light workers mm -hmm. um, and including you and to, to realize and to utilize that power. Um, so this is sort of, this card's all about releasing any fears you have about being powerful, um, keeping your self-esteem high Gee whiz. and honor, honoring yourself. Um, and, and taking excellent care of your physical and emotional self. So um, having, having that power of the universe um, flowing through you and supporting you. So that's, that's a really beautiful card. Perfect, aren't the they? And the star. And um, actually that reminds me, you posted that picture about the Venus star under the moon the other night. Yeah, how beautiful was she? That, that um, sort of the moon and the star. There. It is really close together. That yeah yeah she was beautiful so, absolutely and i think we had uh i think it was a last night was it saturn the moon and venus all in alignment oh i didn't see it i didn't I see it last night or the night before i cannot remember i think venus was the night before i think but there's some so interesting was, things happening up there but the night after you posted that pic yeah the yep. three of them i think were in alignment yeah which um which i came across somewhere yeah um, wow but yeah sometimes relationships can take their toll it can be difficult to take steps when people are being demanding of your time and expecting that you hold them above everyone else um there is a huge difference between being forceful and being strong-willed mm. so and, and when you realize uh that it's not a healthy way to live because it's affecting your relationships as you said with family and friends and and your health um, giving up part of yourself is never a, a healthy, healthy option. And um, just coming back again to Esther and Abraham Hicks, um, a quote from them is that you, you can never make yourself sick enough to heal the sick. Wow, that's good. Gee, that's yeah. good, Rebecca. Ooh, that hit me in the feels. <laughs> what is this? Say it again. I like that. You can never make yourself sick enough to heal the sick. Holy white man. That is, that is so, genius, that. It, it took me some work and some time because uh, I had very similar situation there where I had a particular person who was very demanding um, of, of my time and expected it was their expectation that I hold them above everyone else. It's just not mm -hmm. something you can do when you have children and, um, you know, you, you have to share the love. That's it. So it took me some work and it took me some time and it's ongoing, making choices and having feelings that feel good and, you know, writing that disc that we spoke about before. Mm hmm and I'm just so grateful that I had the opportunity, but also that I had the strength to come through that. Yeah. And look at the amazing work and help that, you know, the things that we're doing now for others, um, even for myself, it, it didn't make sense at the time, but now, boy, does it ever. <laughs> boy, does it. Geez, that quote is really great. Really great. I love that. Absolutely love it. Um, Rebecca, I did draw a little card there and I decided because we're talking a lot about these guys to use this deck. So ask and it is given um, Esther and Jerry Hicks, um, Teachings of Abraham. So the card that I drew is I am in the perfect position to get there from here. Now, what you have is a picture with almost like the sky is almost like concentric circles. So it's almost like when you leave your camera lens open for a while and the stars are going around and they make the little patterns. Um, and then we've got the water. You can see a few little white caps and there's a teeny, teeny little red sailing boat there. And so it doesn't matter where you are. The idea is that you can get there from wherever you are. So if you're feeling, you know, super down, you can still get there. You know what I mean? It doesn't matter where you are in your life or what life um, stage you're at. Nothing has to change. This is a message. Nothing has to change in your environment or in the circumstances that surround you for you to begin to deliberately allow your own connection to the stream of well-being. You are in the perfect place right now to begin. The point that we're making here is just start, just start. Uh, people put things off, you know, so it's like today you can make a choice, you can make a decision, you can make a different decision. You know, I'm going to go a different way, do something differently not get into the story, whatever it is, you can do it right now. It starts with right now. So we don't put it off. That's the message. 
it's a great one. Um, so Beck, as I mentioned earlier, I had started to feel a little bit down and was realizing, you know, that person who I blocked, um, had got in under my radar and I was really annoyed at, you know, giving him my dress, the permission. Um, but during that time, um, and feeling down, I sort of noticed that quite a few other clients were rescheduling. So it is, it's all energy. I feel like everyone sort of feels stuff. So if I've got stuff going on, often I'll find that people will reschedule and it's cool. You know, they're not canceling, they're just, you know, scheduling for another time. So I was getting a few little breaks that I wasn't expecting to have. And I'd been working, you know, I hadn't really realized it, but during COVID, been working flat strap. I was working, yeah, six, seven days, 14 days straight, occasionally doing Reiki, you know, across the weekend. So it's, it's a lot. And I did that for six months before we went to Tassie. So I actually hadn't, I realized I hadn't had a break since um, we went to Jet Trek earlier that year, earlier this year. Um, and we went to Tassie in October. So I actually had not had any time off um, in that period. So, you know, it, it was sort of racking up a little bit and I hadn't quite realized it. But during that period, I heard this term and I don't know whether everyone's heard this at home, but existential crisis was going through my head. And I was like, I don't really know what that is, but it was sort of in my head. And I was like, oh, maybe it's a bit of dark under the soul. I've heard some people mention that. Maybe it's sort of similar to that. But it was just sort of going on. It was lasting a little bit longer than normal for me. And that's, you know, I guess it's your norm, isn't it? What's normal for you? And I just was really having trouble shaking the anxiety. I was doing everything that I could, um, everything I recommend to other people I was doing. And then I had a client come over during this period and I hadn't seen her for a little while. And she'd been doing a bit of spiritual work and a bit of adjustment. And I felt that, you know, we, we feel each other's energy a lot. And she came over and I, I, that term popped into my head and I sort of said it to her and she went, ah, oh, I don't know what that is, but it sounds like it's relevant to me. Like she kind of related to it. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. And we had a look and it was like all about sort of um, anxiety and dread. And it's interesting because dread isn't a word that I say very much, but a lot of light workers I've been speaking to have been feeling that as well. And so I feel like we're all sort of going through it. You know, COVID is a lot, you know, COVID's a lot of energy. But when I say that, it's more about us actually elevating, we're lifting, we're um, awakening. So when you go through a big awakening, there's always that, ripping off the band-aid there's always that getting into our stuff before every awakening so often people go through big breakups or stuff with the kids or losing a friend um you know in terms of friendship breaking down stuff like that tends to happen before we go through those big eye-opening awakenings and so i've been seeing it more as that so spinning it around as wow you know at the end of this it's going to be huge because you know i know that i'm going to be you know a different person i would have shed a lot more stuff you know this is such a great thing it's a snake really you know which i've got here crawling out of his little skin in the kids deck um so yeah it was really interesting we had a great conversation and it just made me feel better to kind of realize that you know it's not just me you know i shaved half my hair off during that period as well and people are like wow i really feel like shaving my head too is that okay and i'm like yeah you know go for it <laughs> so it's like whatever blows your hair back really or literally um you know whatever you feel like doing do it you know how people go oh you must be cutting your hair for the summer and you know keeping your hair no no <laughs> it's i wake up and i didn't feel like i look at like myself and now i look like myself and that's it it's not for summer it's not for anything else um that's why i did it you know so this is being authentic i think um you know, so what I'm reminding myself of during these periods is we have everything we need to be happy. And I think that is in alignment with what Rebecca was talking about um, with her card. Everything that we need, um, and that quote as well, um, everything that we need is here. We don't need anything from everyone, anyone else. We're not, you know, needing anyone to complete us. It's just not necessary. So everything that we need is right here. And that's what I've really been tapping into. The breath work and everything else is great. Um, but yeah, we have everything we need. Um, Beck, did you want to add anything here? Yeah, um, I just wanted to say, um, so I've, I've just actually drawn another card. Oh, which is moving forward fearlessly. Oh, gosh, they're pretty, hey? They are so It's a beautiful picture. I might just explain to the listener at home as well the picture. So it's a purple card I'll, with a beautiful, yeah. Yeah, yeah I'll, I'll post it up on, the, on the, the show notes as well. So it's got um, like a little bird just in the background and it has this fairy and she's got this, this beautiful, very loose dress on her. She's got gorgeous wings, um, almost like butterfly wings as opposed mm. to fairy wings. If they are know. butterfly. Yeah. Cause yeah, fairies are more gossamer. Yeah. So, um, and then it's got all the little tiny little fairies around in the background and, and um, glow bugs and, and what have you. It's absolutely gorgeous card, very purple. Uh, very green color so, of the higher awareness and healing yeah yeah so this is about making uh, big breakthroughs as you were just saying in your life by putting your divinely inspired ideas into action and trusting that you're guided each step of the way now this card itself 
the affirmation is I move forward fearlessly, trusting each step I take is perfectly guided. Uh, so just knowing that that we will get there. So it's not about realizing where you are and moving. Mm. Um, it, it, it is about realizing, sorry, where you are and moving in a better direction, not sort of going back to change or yeah. restart where you're at to try and make it better. Yeah. But, but um, just to to go like your cards show, but starting where you're at right now, and as your cards showed it. before, getting there from where you are with the little boat, mm -hmm. little red, red boat with the white sails. Yeah. So um, super, super. Um, and, you know, feeling safe as well. So I have just this last card here that I've got. Um, Gorgeous. So, you know, feelings of danger and vulnerability are, you can, well, they are, they, they're healing. Um, and they're replaced with certain knowledge that you're safe and protected. So um, just knowing that. So when I say that, you know, feelings of danger and vulnerability are healing, you can learn from these. You yeah, have, teaching. You have free will. There's teaching. There is moving forward. There is is taking that. You know those steps. Um, so you know, taking back your power. Yeah, it's about taking back your power and you know the love that you have for yourself and for others. Yeah, perfect. Um, I drew a card just as you were talking, and I actually haven't drawn that one before. Um, it's universal symbol cards. I've gone back to those. Ken Dowling. Um, he lives sort of north of the Sunshine Coast. And uh, if you want to order any, he does send cards out. It's um, a little bit difficult to explain this one, to be honest. Um, there's sort of a couple of cross-looking um, shapes. It almost looks like a person almost bowing down as well. And um, a couple of right angle shapes. I'll have to take a photo of that and post it because it's a little bit hard to explain. Um, but the card means goodbye. And this is to free yourself. You may need to heal release and clear everything and everyone that does not serve nor honor you isn't that funny because we we're just talking about that getting rid of um or actually i'm going to talk about that in my recommendations um which is coming up that's really strange um pretty much this card um saying goodbye to your past your oh you just said that rebecca pretty much saying goodbye to your past your loved ones meaning and current realities will be challenging even difficult jesus is appropriate Letting go necessitates sacrifice, hardship, and deep inner questioning. You are worth your loving effort. That is so perfect with what we were just talking about. You've got everything here that you need. You know, we just need to start. Um, and you are worth it. You're worth it. It's a good one, hey? That is really cool. Really great. <laughs> really cool. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, perfect. So, um, Rebecca, the other thing that I sort of did during this period, I guess, for me, and this is all about, you know, being uplifting and, and trying to, you know, get it back get ourselves back together to how we, um, you know, are normally um, existing. So the other thing I did was open up to some of my mentorship clients and we we're just having like a little Zoom catch up, a little group chat. And everyone was drawing cards like Rebecca and I are sort of doing for each other today and for the listener at home. But um, I wasn't going to say anything. I was feeling pretty down, but I wasn't going to say anything. But um, the girls sort of, you know, very intuitive and they were all, oh, Michelle, this and Michelle, that, and I'm picking up this and that. And I'm thinking, oh, here we go. Here we go. And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I can relate to that. I can relate to this. And, um, with that, and I didn't go into detail or anything, but I was like, yeah, you know, I have been feeling, you know, like I've been going through some stuff and I feel like there's an awakening coming or something. And it actually felt like when I had that other client here who, um, you know, related to what I was going through, it felt a bit better to have other people who kind of understood or could feel it, you know, and I sort of walked away from that, not feeling as anxious. And I did feel like that was really good because I think as a teacher, and this is, um, I'm really speaking to the light workers here as someone who is a light worker and a teacher, you kind of want to, um, you know, people to feel like you're not going through stuff sometimes, you know, it's like, Oh, you know, I'm this perfect little angel flying around and whatever. And I do, I am very real. So I do, um, tell people, you know, sometimes, you know, we all go through that stuff and I've got to do the work as well. Like I'm not sitting here flying around to my desk in heaven. Uh, I am a human. So, but it does, you know, sometimes without dumping. And I think that's really important. You know, um, you can get attached to the stories and I never want to attach to the story. You know, the situation was not a victim. Um, I made the, I made the choice. I gave my address out, I gave permission, you know, so I'm not a victim. Um, so it's not about, you know, telling the story, associating with the story or attaching to the story. Uh, or dumping on people, you know, I never want to dump on anyone. But when they sort of brought all those things up, I was like, well, I'm going to confirm it because I don't want them to think that they're off track, you know, that they're not, you know, picking up on the right things or whatever it is. 
So I had to be relatively honest, but, you know, I think that was a good thing for me to kind of let go of that, you know, to say, well, okay, yeah, you're right. You know, I am going through some stuff and uh, we are all human. So it was good for them to hear that as well, I think, because other people were going through their own things. And, um, you know, sometimes it is a feeling of sort of doing it on your own a little bit. Um, Beck? Yeah, look, just... um completely agree there and you don't need to do things on your own you know all the time Mm. sometimes you need that sometimes you need that sometimes you need to withdraw and just sort of take some time to to but you know and know when know when your limits reach there so trust your intuition and just remember that life is supposed to be fun and easy um and focus on that aspect but stop procrastinating about Mm. your personal uh, giving yourself personal timeouts Mm. um so believing that things you know that you're not good enough for that or it costs too much or too much time too much money um it can give you a fresh perspective and new ideas and it can rekindle some of the old friendships that you let go of on your path to this way so we were talking about shedding uh michelle before about you know going through these realizations and transformations and shedding the old and letting in the new mm-hmm. um, sometimes when you you get into that that situation um, as we said before about you know when it starts affecting your family and there's controlling people or or what have you sometimes when you go into that sort of negative side of, of things that that occur you actually shed the positive so yeah you, know, you break free from those those positive people in your life. That's it. Um, so just what I want to say is just getting a, a you know a, a fresh perspective and rekindling some old friendships. Um, Good one. And you know the joy of of you know entertaining that and just sort of kicking up your heels. Um, so you know be spirited, be playful, and and fun to be with, and create new ways to celebrate and create. Um, I just want to say, this is just sort of just popped into my head right now. We haven't done it for a little while, but with the kids, um, sometimes we would have like upside down days. So instead of setting the table and having dinner, sitting at the table, we would set the floor and sit under the table and have dinner. Um, just That's for something, awesome. Just an upside down day, just something different to do, you know, um, things like that. So we would have breakfast at dinner time and we would have maybe dessert at breakfast time or <laughs> something just to shake it up a little bit and, that's and great break you know there, there are creative ways that you can do um you know celebrate little things with your family um, especially when you've got younger children because they don't sort of tend to look at you like you're absolutely nuts, nuts. yeah but um, it makes you laugh as well because it just seems so ludicrous like because it's you know, out of the ordinary. It's not something that you would normally do. And that, that right, yeah. makes it hysterical. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And, um, you know, and then you get these times where it's like, remember when we had dinner under the table mm. and, happened and that happened and it's memories, you know, such and such spilt their drink and we all got wet bottoms because we were sitting on the floor and the drink went all over the place, you know, yep. um, it's all part of the fun. So just, you know, finding creative ways and, and urging you just to, to have fun try and try and find something that's a bit more of a positive and and fun focused direction kick up your heels that's it thinking outside the square really which i love um beck uh a little while ago i read for a lady and this is um a really beautiful story she was um you know struggling she's going through some stuff she looked after other people for many years and um people who had passed so she sort of cared for them until they passed and then she was finally ready. She was at this point, she had a reading with me. She's like, I was finally ready, you know, to take back my life and my, you know, do things for me and have fun and go and explore. And sadly she was um, diagnosed with cancer and it just really knocked her for six. It knocked her around a lot. And we were sort of talking about it during the reading and she sort of said, look, you know, just um, at one point she said, I just don't know, you know, I'm really down. I don't know how to get through this or out of this. And I, you know, I'm just not sure. And I said to her, look, can you, um, you know, a lifeline 13, 11, 14, but B, um, can you, is there a spiritual group you're part of? Cause spirit saying to me, you know, there's some group, there's like ladies, you know, there's like support there, you know, what's this group, you know, there's some online group. And she said, Oh, well, 
she said, I am part of this group. It's a spiritual group, but she said, I never post. I just read the comments, you know, cause I always feel like there's something relevant, you know, for me, whenever I sort of click in there and I said, yeah, well, that's the idea, you know, it's always relevant. But I said, how about you try posting, maybe comment, maybe put up your own post. And she was quite terrified because she lived, lived a relatively sheltered life because she was caring for others for so long and hadn't really put herself out there. And you know, it was sort of hiding a little bit. And, um, and she thought, oh gosh, okay. And, um, I said, well, let me know how you go, you know, keep me in the loop. And I was, I was a little bit, um, you know, I was really wanting the best for her and she went away and I was really, she was on my mind. I was like praying. I was thinking about her. I was praying. And the next day she sent me a message, different person. She was like, oh my gosh. She said, I posted in this spiritual group. I couldn't believe it. She sent me the message that she put in there and again, it wasn't attaching to the stories. It wasn't dumping. It wasn't being a victim. It was just, Hey guys, you know, really struggling. Um, this is sort of my situation. Um, any advice would be much appreciated, so on and so forth. And, you know, like I think five or six people, I mean, there was lots of comments and lots of likes and lots of reactions, but five or six women actually reached out and said, Hey, like we're in your vicinity. Let's meet up. Let's catch up. Let's go for a walk with the dog. You know, let's have a coffee. And she said, Michelle, this has changed my life. She's like, I've never done anything like that before. And the response was just overwhelming. And she was overwhelmed with like emotion, just really happy, you know, really, really happy. And so it changed her life and she's doing so well. And, you know, that was just the best outcome possible, really. So I just wanted to share that because, you know, sometimes it is that we just reach out in a really loving, kind way, not the dumping and the storytelling and stuff, because people Mm -hmm. do tend to shy away from that a little bit. Um, but it's coming at it from the heart space, you know, um, and posting and sort of reaching out a little bit, you know, is anyone with advice, you know, I'd love it. So, um, that can be life changing. So the most important thing we can do is keep returning to the present. Um, and that's with the breath work. So we don't want to, as I say, get attached to the stories. Um, I have had a client sort of come in and she was really attached to what was going on in her life. And she used up an hour 10, just talking about the stuff, you know, the, this and the, that, and the, this, and I've been through this and this and this. Uh, an hour 10, we had 20 minutes left. I hadn't even drawn any cards yet. I'm still sitting there. <laughs> so, you know, that's what happens. Sometimes you attach to the story and you just lose track of everything, you know, everything that's happening around you and all the gratitude, all the things that are happening with your kids. It's really positive and da da da. So it is really important to be in the present. And that's what breath works really good for um, playing music, um, having your solfeggio, um, hurts, miracle tone. Um, having the crystal bowls, uh, Beck and I have uh, crystal bowls. I've got an alchemy bowl, which is really beautiful connecting into your third eye. So third eye is pessimism and confusion if that's blocked. And we want to have that not blocked because you want clarity. Um, clear quartz is really good for that as well. Uh, burning smudge is very anchoring. Um, so we also have smudge sprays if you're sensitive to smoke. Um, and really, you know, it's not running away or hiding, but, um, we want to distance ourselves maybe from toxic people and environments, um, including food. And this is, you know, especially with, you know, people losing their jobs and, you know, we're a bit more sensitive when stuff like that's going on. And there's still a bit of that around with COVID. So we just want to recognize that if we're a bit more sensitive, we may be easily triggered. We don't want to be triggered, you know, cause it puts us back into that whole thing, the whole cycle. So just giving yourself some distance from some of that, getting some healing, you know, healing helps the process. If you're willing to work with your healer, um, that helps a lot. You know, Becca and I are both healers. We do distance um, and face-to-face depending on where you are. Um, But get some healing. If you've got a local healer that you love, um, go and see them. Uh, Take a mental health day, which is what I did yesterday, um, and be open and honest about how you're feeling with the aim to move through it. So the idea is that we're exactly where we need to be always. Um, and wherever you are in your life, we can start now, you know, start the work now. That's our little boat out in the ocean. Uh, doesn't matter where you are. Um, just start, you know, start working with, um, when we get defensive, that's the ego. So whenever we sort of say, oh no, that's not me, or I don't align with that or, you know, whatever. And we know that it does. Um, that's the ego going, no, 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 nothing to see here. You know, they want to hold us in that energy. We don't want to do that. Yeah. Uh, cutting cords. Yeah. It's really important as well. So. Um, disconnect from those situations, those stories. And, uh, so that we can get more, you know, positive, uh, vibes in, you know, everything changes with that. I have people come to me a lot and say, oh, I'm having all this bad luck and, uh, what can I do? You know, all these things are going wrong. And during that period I mentioned earlier, um, I had started to kind of get into that with hacking and stuff like that going on. And, um, I fly under the radar. I always say to people, I'm flying under the radar by doing that. It's not even under, under's not the best word because what I mean by that is raising my vibration to the point where I'm pretty much invisible to all of that stuff, 
So yeah. really, I mean, flying under the radar, yeah, kind of. Um, but I want to be invisible, you know. So that's why I'm talking about the music and the bowls and everything else. The oils, essential oils, amazing. Um, because they put us back in the present, very high vibrational. I've got a lot of rose. Um, so rose and geranium is a really good one. That's Love and Life brand um, and Liquid Gold, which is made by a friend, Belinda. So they've all got rose in them. They're really beautiful, especially women, um, but really high vibrational and uh, cutting cords. So cutting cords is just chop, chop, chop and throw it away. Just set that intention. It's all about intention. Rebecca? So, yeah, sometimes you do need to take the lead yourself. So like your lady um, mm. gave that little nudge. And that's oh. this is, um, sort of going back to, to what I was um, talking about earlier on with, you know, giving someone that little nudge, even walking mm. past them and giving them a smile can be yeah, enough to change, change the direction of their day or, you know, Bang the way on. they're feeling. Um, so, yes, yeah, so your lady, she took a leap of faith and she turned her direction around. Mm -hmm. um, I just want to say, so breath work can be hard at first mm. until you sort of get used to it. It actually, um, I know that for some people it, it causes, ironically, um, more anxiety mm. for them. Um, so I just wanted to say, Michelle, you were saying, you were telling me a beautiful story um, before we started recording today about the bees earlier, those cards that you're using, the mindful cards, mindful yeah, cards and the bees. Um, so taking the time out just to look at, you know, um, being present and looking at different things, mm. if, if you're finding the breath works too hard, that will actually bring your breathing down automatically, but you're not focused on Thinking that, you're about focused it, yeah. on what's going on. So you were saying like, with you know, the bees before, Michelle? With yeah, standing on the grass. And, and yeah. yeah, the important thing is to kind of go out and stand on the grass. So the mindful activity cards Beck's talking about um, is what I drew from earlier, but they've got the step-by-step -step and they were talking about going outdoors and watching the bees pollinate the plants and stuff like that. So the important thing is for you to have your shoes off because at the same time you're doing grounding without really focusing on that either. Um, so it's all sort of happening in the background, which is really powerful. And um, it's just about focusing. I mean, I tend to like to look at leaves and the veins. You know, when you're walking along, the sun's shining. You can look at the veins through the leaves and thinking about life and how, you know, small and intricate and what an amazing sort of situation we have out there in nature, you know. So it's getting back to that and realising that all this stuff's going on and it takes us away from whatever we've attached to uh, for a moment, you know. And then maybe we go out and do it again and we do it again and we do it again. Uh, until we bring ourselves back um, so yeah that's really really powerful I like to look at the trees I like the way the trees sway mm. in, the, in the wind or even if it's just a, like a little bit of a breeze sometimes the leaves will shimmer yeah um, I like looking at the different different ways that that happens um, and well, the, the water's water, nice too <clears throat> yeah I was just about to say the water um, I was We've got even, even we've got these storm, well, everyone's got them, but you know, there's these storm water drains. Um, and there's one that I drive past once or twice a day, every day. It's on the way to take the kids to school. It's on the way to bring them home. Um, and I've been mindful, really mindful of which direction I'm watching when I go past that, that particular um, water, waterway, water carriage or, or whatever it is. The flow, the flow of it. The flow, yeah. Um, and I keep having in my head about, you know, um, fighting against it and going upstream. So when I actually looked left, um, it's the water's coming at me and it, and it feels, you know, being mindful that, that, you know, that's coming at me and it's thing. But then when you look right, it's the water, it's still flowing in the same direction, but it looks a lot smoother and it actually has a different, I was, I was watching this this morning, I was thinking about it this morning, I thought it actually, it's the same water, but watching it from that perspective it's all choppy and it's coming at me and it wow but then if i look this way it is actually it's still choppy but it's the the, the smoothed over curved side of it is mm -hmm. away from me and it's like just the flow wow. going downstream with it so that um is just something i wanted to that's brilliant. And so, so right, because I mean, the salmon, I think the salmon are the ones that sort of swim upstream, swim upstream and against the current. And, um, and then they meet a bear. Yeah. <laughs> and that's the end. Um, sorry, kids. But, you know, it really is about going with the flow. And, and yeah. we say that a lot, but it really is important. You know, try to go with the flow. You know, whenever we're sort of going against the tide, that's when things are hard, you know. So it's turn around and go back the other way.
Um, great example and really profound. Um, and Rebecca, next time we come together, we're going to be talking about, and we only just sort of discussed this, we're sort of moving things around in the uh, show notes, but the real meaning of Christmas. And I think this is a really great one. I'm, I'm putting that title out there. It's, you know, we'll probably change and muck around with it and, and do other things. But what we were sort of talking about, I guess, was, um, you know, it's family time, you know, for a lot of us, it's family time. We have had, you know, a lot of homeschooling and things like that. So parents have sort of, you know, been exposed to their kids probably for more than, more than what's usual um, during the last couple of years. But, um, you know, what is the real meaning? What are we here for? You know, we're only limited, you know, we've got the kids at home for a limited amount of time and they go into their own thing and, you know, have their own families and stuff. So I guess it's about sort of making the most of that time. Um, is there anything you wanted to sort of add to that? No, I think um, I'll just leave the rest of it for the actual show itself. Mm -hmm. But yeah, it is about family and, mm. and um, it was just when you were saying that, Michelle, about the kids sort of growing up and moving out of home. Mm. I, just I saw your face. Oh. Yeah, I saw your face. But it is, it's true. I mean, time ticks, you know, I'm going to make the most but, of every moment. So that whole mummy side of me was just going, yeah, that's not going to happen. Yeah, they'll always be there. <laughs> We're creating be. memories. We're creating and, memories. And then they'll have their kids and then their kids will come over and see me. That's it. That's it. I'll have all your little grandbabies. I Amazing. know. <laughs> <laughs> Great show, Beck. It was so good to talk to you. And uh, we will do this again next week. Absolute pleasure. Thank you, Michelle. Thanks, love.